Good evening, and welcome to another episode of F and I'm Doing a Podcast. I'm Curtis, Wakanda's variant MCU grief counselor. And it's almost Friday. And on Friday, for wrestling fans everywhere, AEW Rampage is going to be having their most phenomenal episode ever. Why it's phenomenal? Because CM Punk has signed with AEW. And that's reason to celebrate. CM Punk has been a fixture of wrestling even when he hasn't been on the program. His pipe bomb changed the state of wrestling, period. There's not a single wrestling fan that when you say pipe bomb, they immediately think CM Punk. And when you say idiot son, they immediately recite the CM Punk pipe bomb moment. What he did when he said that pipe bomb changed the state of wrestling. It exposed something in wrestling that I think if WWE knew how much it was going to expose, CM Punk would have, wouldn't have gotten off a single sentence. The moment he said finished with Coco Banna, the mic would have went cold. Because he revealed the secret about WWE. One, it's flourishes on a certain standard when it comes to wrestling. It doesn't want creative wrestlers. And as long as Vince is around running it, it will remain stagnant. WWE, for what you... I I love WWE. I want WWE to be better. This isn't a I hate WWE rant. This is I'm sick and tired of Vince McMahon keeping WWE from flying. It needs someone young, younger than Vince. It needs someone more creative, meaning fire all the creative. But this isn't about WWE and their lack of creativity, but it does play a role. You see, CM Punk, we've been wanting to see CM Punk come back for a long time. When audiences chant CM Punk, they're not chanting it because they know he's going to show up. They're chanting it because that's the reminder that this is bullshit. That's why they chanted. On Friday, CM Punk returns to wrestling. CM Punk returns to being in a wrestling company that is hot like fire. And AEW has been hot like fire. Whether you hate it, you can't deny that this is the future of wrestling. There's comedy. There's seriousness. There's drama. There's heart. Something that WWE does not have. WWE stopped having heart a long time ago. But last time I felt emotional, invested in a wrestling moment in WWE was Kofi Kingston. The last time I felt one slight ounce 
of CM Punk's swagger and attitude. It was when Becky Lynch got hit accidentally by Nia, by, by Nia, Jesus, by, by Nia Jax. That changed everything. But since then, since the pandemic, AEW has not been creative at all. And they used the, that crutch of the pandemic to say, well, when we get live crowds, it's going to be something. Guess what? It wasn't. Live crowds are booing the shit that they paraded for a year because it's stupid. They don't want kids' television on their television. They want the storyline to make sense. I feel bad because Nikki Cross is an amazing wrestler and deserves more than being put in a superhero angle. And while that has a lot of heart and it's good for the kids and they got someone to look up to, for their audience, it's not their thing. The kids love it, but it's not their thing. Bliss and the whole situation involving that, it's not her fault. But there's a whole there's a whole rambling article on whole rambling diatribe on why WWE is failing. Tomorrow night, AEW changes the wrestling world because Rampage is going to change. Rampage is going to be hot like fire. AEW is going to be hotter than it's ever been. Another reason why is they believe in the pandemic. They understand it. They believe in science. And they have been taking as much precautions as possible. More than WWE, which apparently doesn't believe in the pandemic. Does not believe in the pandemic, but they don't believe in masks. A lot of your favorite wrestlers don't believe masks. I'm pretty sure this may W they don't believe in ADR, but hey. Which side is having better at getting it done? I'm a huge CM Punk fan, uh, if you haven't been able to tell by just these past six minutes. For me, CM Punk, I became a Punk fan before the John Cena, I'm leaving with the belt. I became a Punk fan when Serena Deeb and Luke Gallows joined his Straight Edge Society. A lot of what he was saying wasn't villainous. A lot of what he was saying was truth. He was calling out the bullshit even then. And I would love to know the story of the origin of what started the pipe bomb. If it was Cena that said, yeah, let, let him go off for a few minutes or whatever. I, I don't know. I would love to find that out. It's fascinating to me. But anyway, I became a fan. And when he brought something energetic to the story whenever he was out when he whenever he had the wrestle it was excellent because he's an indie wrestler he loves to wrestle a certain way it was different from WWE style I liked it I dug it that angle with him taking off with the belt I didn't know what to believe I wasn't sure if it was a work or if it was for a story but I, I didn't care at that point When he won and then kissed it, kissed Vince, air kissed Vince and walked out, I applauded because that was ballsy. 
and then they went ahead and kept going and I thought it was another Stone Cold Steve Austin area and I wasn't glued to the internet like we are now so when Cena won the belt all of a sudden you hear that record scratch and all of a sudden you hear cult of personality and I didn't know what was going on I didn't know who was coming out but oh my god as soon as you saw CM Punk walk out you knew shit was getting real and then when he comes into the ring and he's got the belt on around his waist and the cult of personality just blaring out Cena looks at him and lifts his belt up and gets us gets applause from the Cena fans and then CM Punk raises his belt and the, the and the pop was electric you man you knew you had to watch this match go down and when CM Punk beat Cena I was I lost it it changed the game for everything when Cena, when CM Punk, when CM Punk allied himself with Paul Heyman, I was riding with him no matter what. He was supposed to be the heel of this storyline. He was not to me. He was telling the truth. That's the best heels. The best heels are the ones that don't run around like a chicken shit. The best heels are the ones that talk shit and back it up, and they don't hold back no matter what. That's my favorite. They tried to make Becky a heel, and that didn't work because this was a new era. Vince didn't want to realize it, but a new era had begun. The faces were no longer so much faces, and the heels weren't really heels. And this old standard game of chicken shit heel and stupid as fuck face, who's distracted, easily distracted, were gone. But we kept seeing the same shit on WWE. People got tired of that. So all of a sudden they started following the matches that the Young Bucks are putting out. The Hangman was putting out. The Cody is putting out. And then when they talked about making a wrestling company, even I thought, oh no, uh, it's going to be Impact all over again. But it wasn't. Instead, they allied themselves with various companies. They're working together with companies. They've been doing it even before the Forbidden Door was open. Because they were trying to open that Forbidden Door. And then they got the Forbidden Door open. And now you have a working relationship with Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan especially, uh, AAA, MLW. Not MLW so much. But you have all these factions. And they're coming together. Tony Khan pull the Kevin Feige and he has created a Forbidden Door universe, a Nexus event and by creating that Nexus event, he created one of the greatest storylines, a storyline that CM Punk said if he ever came to AEW, it would have to be a storyline that would bring him in so I may load up the brink truck and on Friday night, we shall see if CM Punk is going to walk through the door or if it's going to be, and I know it's not going to be that, but there's that one little bit of us that think, if this doesn't go right, I, 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 you don't want to believe it. You don't want to think your eyes are going to see this happen. When he showed up for WWE Access, it was it was eventful to me because it meant he was trying to slowly come back. 
And that's what I loved. Vince and Triple H were not going to allow him to come back into the company. They were going to soon as have him in catering forever, getting buried by every wrestler. And Punk knew that, so Punk wasn't playing that game. He went off to be an actor. He went off to do some great horror films, most notably J- uh, Jacob's Wife, which is out now on Shutter and streaming everywhere. But he made something for himself. He's a comic book writer. He made something for himself. And he's coming back because he wants to wrestle again. Because there's a plethora of talent out there that is young and hungry. And he wants to influence that. He wants to be a part of bringing in the next CM Punk. He wants to create that kind of energy. And I respect the fuck out of that. So... I'm excited. CM Punk's come back on Friday. And WWE missed out on a huge opportunity. I mean, hell, they're trying to possibly sell the company. How the fuck do you get behind that? How the fuck do you put up with three hours of the same goddamn matches every week on every week? Before you get tired and you start to go, well, what's going on in the other company? What the other company? What's going on in Impact? What's going on in AEW? Vince has crippled WWE and CM Punk called it out eight years ago. This has been F and I'm doing the podcast. I'm Curtis, and we will talk again shortly.